This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Medium.com, also called Unpopular Opinion, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, she is one-third of the trio that hosts the Bluhaha podcast on the Unpops Network. And she's one half of the duo that hosts the Lowest Common Phenominator podcast, also on the Unpops Network. Holy shit, ladies and gentlemen, Vanessa Gritton. Also joining me, he is my co-host on the Misfortune podcast, which hopefully is coming back sometime soon. He is also the lead singer of the fantastic rock band, Countless Thousands. You should go see them play songs live in concert sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. And also Randall Maynard's my co-host. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Who's my co-host today? Vanessa's my co-host today. I'm Fuck your co-host you, Randall. <laughs> Randall's also here, by the way. She had the soundboard. I was, I was, I was on board with Hit that. Hit You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Hey, why? Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. It didn't really feel like that. When you all I say, really want to ask do. Is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Just you didn't ask us any and questions. And that's why we call this segment This, this week, week in Me. Um, right, it's about to get really intense. Let's finally okay, get so to you. Randall Maynard is here. Thank you. Excited about that. Hit it, Brett. And you know the hardest part. That's as enthusiastic as anyone's <laughs> ever been about me being in a room. <laughs> Hey, Danger Van Gorder's here, too. Hi, guys. How's everybody doing? I mean, I'm having such a crazy few weeks. There's been a lot going on for me. Legitimately overwhelmed with blessings right now. And I know the hardest part about doing this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Adam and I made eye contact, and I was like, did we just telepathically link? We sure did. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. It was pretty great. (laughs) Yeah. I get the. Yeah, you were like, the head nod. Like, we're in a band. (laughs) Drum solo. He was miming, press the button. Drum solo. Danger wouldn't know about that. Danger wouldn't know about leading a band with the head nod Mm. for over a decade. That's easy. Easy. We're trying to be positive. Here. Yeah, this is this is a smile zone. Yeah, yeah. So how is everybody doing? We've been, we've we've introduced everyone, You've right? Already did yeah. you, are Vanessa, you do the button thing, Randall, again? Danger. I mean, I want to. I've had all such the a classic crazy few flavors. Weeks. No one, no <laughs> I've had such a crazy few weeks, you guys. No one cares. That's the whole point of that segment. But I got into That's grad school. The, 
Congratulations! Congratulations! Grad school eagle flying through the sky. Yeah, it's really exciting. And my and my baby my baby rolled up from her from her tummy to her back. It's oh a pretty gosh, big milestone. She's so mobile. She's. Uh, do you, you guys want to see some pictures? I absolutely okay, I, I got do. One on my phone, ready to go. Uh, she's so so welcome to every baby. podcast on the internet. Yeah, baby. Hey. Where the topic is what the fuck I'm doing this week? Right. <laughs> As a baby doesn't get a. <laughs> <laughs> A distant gunshot, no less, because no one wants to see it. <laughs> hey, I need to uh, do a thing quick that I'm definitely not just editing back into this conversation unorganically. This all is happening very naturally. I just felt time fold. What? No, I don't know what you're talking about. But I would, before we get started, like to read off the names of our uh, $250 subscribers. If you subscribe at that level, we will read your name at the beginning of every episode. Kai Zaborski and Ann Bankson. Yeah! <laughs> I've met them both, and they're great. Oh, you got you get to meet them? Yeah. Awesome. Ann is fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's part I, of the $50 he's level. He's not legally barred from meeting I also get to come meet you. So uh, you're looking at me. You when send you say me your that. address. Oh, I see. What That's you mean. it. Okay. <laughs> Someday I'll be there to see you. You won't expect it. That's when it'll happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. I've met Unpops um, um, fans before too, and they're awesome. They're like the best fans yeah. ever. I, I'm not just saying that. Like for real. Like they're like super cool, and they're like they always like really positive. We and know. Yeah. Nice people. Yeah, they're good Very people. Sweet people. They're great. All right. What Thank are we you. talking about today? Anyone? We're talking about anyone. Uh, We're talking about uh, nationalizing the internet. We should do it. I think we should nationalize the internet. I think I don't care what president does it. Yep. I think we should do it. Yep. Strongly agree. <clears throat> oh, this is fun. Yeah. Now, when you talk about, does no one disagree? When you talk about no. nationalizing the internet, what the what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> talk um, about creating a single network with the 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 most recent technology to come out uh, to have it administered by the federal government without a profit motive. Full yeah, stop. yeah. Because many of us socialist can't internet. Because what? Yeah, many of us can't make an income without it, uh, right. And have to pay a big, pretty premium for it just to get any kind of decent internet because of throttling. And I'm living in a part of Burbank. A lot of what this, and we'll get into oh, this. Oh God, we gotta hear. I, we'll get yeah, into this. You live in Burbank. It's great. <laughs> well, we'll get into this in more detail. But a big part of this is rural access to high speed internet, yeah. which is really shitty. I live in a part of Burbank where I have two options for internet, and one their top speed is like eight Mbps, mm-hmm. and the other is twenty. Yeah, and that is garbage. You also and that's two- all I have access to. So I. I can I empathize with this fucking I I live somewhere where there's no good internet problem and yeah. I I feel like it should be fixed. It 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 impacts well, my ability to run this network. Yeah. I have to pay for an extra Wi-Fi hotspot router. I basically use 4G internet to live stream stuff because the my home internet isn't fast enough to support live streaming on the internet, which is fucking insane it's uh, just coming up with a parallel off the top of my head it's kind of like if you had a bunch of cars and no roads to drive to work you would need to get some right. roads going and those would not be exclusive to anyone they would be a public service right yeah yeah you're right. and that's how we all get to work and make our money and then pay our taxes and that goes right back into the government right 
And if this sounds sort of familiar, it's this weird thing is happening where I I've started writing again, medium.com slash unpops. We're slowly launching a medium.com unpops publication. And a lot of the stuff that I've written about over the past couple of years when I was just barely writing yeah. is all becoming news again. Like Gremlins 2, which we did an episode about last week. Yep, and we did one on Locom. It just came back on Shudder, <clears throat> even though it's gone already. And that movie, uh, as we discussed last week, perfect allegory for Trump and his stance on illegal immigration. Uh, in the bad way, not in the good way. And I had written about that a couple years ago for Vice, and it just all of a sudden became news again. And this, too, I wrote about this a year ago when the first version of the nationalized Internet plan was released. And back, even back then, I was like, yeah, we, that, that probably sounds good. But it's back in the news now because there's a different version of it. Yeah. So we're going to talk but it's about the same, it. It's, it's that same problem with, like, privatizing everything, like... You, everything has to be capitalized on. At the, it's the the problem is though is that all of this stuff is at the expense of consumers, which are citizens who are paying money to live in the city and world that we're in, or let's just say the country that we're in, and they're also being exploited simultaneously. So we're like ripping everything in half. Where it's like we want to take you for all your money, and then next thing you know, you're going to. Tijuana to get surgery because you can't even afford your fucking medical insurance. Is this a Sicario sequel? What's happening right now? I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) It felt felt very act one. I looked into Danger's eyes and I became lost. uh, Oh, you charmer! (laughs) Bound to happen. Yeah, And and I forgot what my point was except for that... just do it, man. Yeah, I mean, on, there, yeah, there are going. things that, like, you need in life, like, basic things, like, you need water, you need a home, you need healthcare. And the more that paywalls, privatization spreads, the less incentive there is for them to actually give you a good product. There's no incentive for, for uh, Comcast or for Charter or for uh, whatever it is to give you good service or to upgrade the service that exists right now. They right. they can charge you more because you need it, but they don't have to give you better service. Yeah, this is, it's it's a rural broadband access issue at its core, and our lack of access in those areas is a problem, and it keeps people from in that area from getting ahead financially and economically and building a, a an economy for their particular area. And the thing about leaving it in the hands of Four major carriers, which we'll get to. That's kind of what they wanted. Like the Trump administration, even is split over leaving it in the hands of Verizon and the like. Oh, they do good work. Making it, yeah, exactly, or making it a nationalized thing. And if you're Verizon, you don't have any profit motive to really upgrade the systems in these areas where there aren't that many customers, because you're just providing all of this infrastructure and pouring all this money into a place where it's not going to impact the bottom line that much. So why would you do it? That's Corporations operate solely on profit motives. So you can't leave shit like this in their hands. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's interesting and frustrating both about this, which this is what I wrote about last year, is because it's coming from Trump, it seems so much scarier. And there are a lot of people. There's a lot of ways that he could implement this really poorly and oh, just sure. sort of backslide into just another version of like the phone company. I remember the, the first SNL sketch I remember 
was uh, uh, the, the we're the phone company. We don't care. We don't have to. It's like, yeah, because if you have a monopoly, if there's one interest covering, then you're the, the British East India Trading Company. And right. the, the government will kill to protect your interests, but your interest will not serve the public. But I, I think that's one of the frustrating things about Trump is he provides a really good cover where this administration can maybe put forth an idea that's a good idea. And they know just the fact that it comes from Trump. There's going to be this initial pushback. Like, no, why would I – like, if you agree with Trump, that's like agreeing with Hitler that the fucking economy was – like, no, it's not. Like, this country still needs to improve some things. Yeah, also, not every single policy was invented by Trump. Like, right. they, they, they – it's ridiculous. And that's especially true of this one because they're – like my my question to people is always, well, how would you feel if Obama wanted like if Obama went on TV and was like, hey, we're just going to build a national Internet that all of you can access for really cheap. Most of the people who are scared of the idea of Trump doing it, I don't think would have been that scared of Obama doing it. And Obama actually issued a plan like that in 2010. And that time it was the Republicans who were like, this is a socialist takeover of the Internet. And people on the left were like, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. And it's really frustrating that even mm-hmm. on an issue that's so clearly something that would benefit everyone, everyone, yeah. we still can't get past that. Well, well, but that side pushed it. And to, I was thinking about the fact I was thinking about what Danger was saying and, and the fact that it doesn't really incentivize the if it, if it's, it becomes a government uh, thing that it doesn't really incentivize them to really give a shit but there could be ways to you can kind of have it both ways right like you can have a national nationalized internet but you can also have like augmented service or right stuff stuff where it's like well here's a here's a version of the internet but it has perks to it or some sort i i mean like it's not you're not stuck with just one well i i think it's an argument that comes up with national health care also where people are like, oh, but I want to be able to choose my doctors and I want to be able to buy my own plan. It's like, you can. Like, private yeah. insurance companies will still exist. Yeah. Like, even now, if you have Medicare, it covers 80% of your costs. Mm-hmm. And then there are companies out there that you can go to and buy private insurance that will pay the other 20%. Like, it's always going to be an option. And it would, I don't there's think. There's also like uh, uh, elective surgery stuff. Type stuff that just wouldn't be covered by a by right a Medicare for all situation. What do you mean? Well, I mean I like know that boob well, jobs or you know like aesthetic surgeries or something. Sure. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There there will be other options. Maybe you want spinners on your internet. You know. Maybe you want some flanges and some yeah. some high. And you can you could you can and should uh, pay for it if you want to do. But that. see, that's the thing. Like that would be available. Like five horsepower to everything. Spinning rims. Yeah. I want some spinning rims on Beagles. my internet. Yeah. I wish you'd take this fucking seriously. I wish I would too. <laughs> Yeah, so do so does yeah, everyone listening. Goddamn uh, comedy podcast. Fucking comedy podcast. Bring in the chuckles. <laughs> yes. That was appropriate. So that was kind of what I wrote about last year in that this is – it's a thing people should kind of get over when mm-hmm. it comes to – I know the idea of Trump doing it. Like I think the fear there would be, <laughs> oh, well, Trump will use it to spy on the internet, right? Like, you're being spied on on the internet. Yeah. All the time. Google's That's, doing that. Yeah. Have you ever had a conversation uh, about uh, baby carrots and all of a sudden the internet's trying to sell you a stroller? Uh, right. It, all the time. Yeah. I mean, all the time. Like, you are, that's what you're signing up for. Like, if mm. you're worried about privacy and have ever posted a selfie 
stop it. Yeah. Like the those yeah. it's those over. two things can't exist in the same it's, universe. It's over. But you've all, you've already sur- the thing that, about that that really annoys me is that you've surrendered that to private companies already. Those are not just like right. oh the government's watching us and blah blah. You gave your information to a, a private site and they put are in their selling terms, it. They can sell it. They can do whatever they want with yeah. it. We it was not like a an innocent. That, you know what I mean? Like it's like it, it might it might have been masked as like this idea that it was like oh we're safe for blah blah. But I don't remember anyone ever telling me that Facebook wasn't going to sell all my information. I don't think they should. Right. That's <laughs> fucked up. But at the same time, it's like oh shit, yeah, we all just did this and then didn't even think about the ramifications of. Well, that. also there's like remember that ten year challenge where people were posting pictures yep. of themselves ten years ago no. and now it's just like, helping algorithms study aging. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. are helping the the programs that will make fake videos of you fucking a prostitute in a hotel room if you ever speak out against the government. Yeah. Those programs that will make those videos, that's how they learn. Like, you're not doing anything to protect your privacy by prote- even if you have your Facebook set to private, so the stalkers no, I can't put the pri- see it. I put the private switch on, so it's all good. Oh nice. yeah, so no one, no one in the world stuff. can see it. Yeah. I got Tunnel Bear. You yeah, get, you know, private like tunnel a nice bear. VPN. Whatever you do in your own time is that that's fine. Tunnel, tunnel Bear, Tunnel Bear. It's a good, good product. Good. It sounds like. Yeah, I use a sounds, VPN. It sounds service, and that helps a little, but it's not gonna. <laughs> Keep you completely safe. But have you ever been tunnel bared? <laughs> like if the internet You've been tunneled by a bear. <laughs> if the internet was at all private, the dark web wouldn't exist. Yeah. Like we wouldn't need the dark web. I don't think we do need the dark web. You sounded like you just said. Yeah. You, you, you can get a human finger on Amazon today. I actually found it out for work. You can get a human finger on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Like right now, like a human huh? bone finger. Human like, bone finger. Like a could. Wow. Please, please like a, um, a f- uh, not the phalanges, the one underneath it. Is, the uh, tarsal, metatarsal, uh, metatarsal. What did you search on Amazon Why? to find this? Uh, human you... bone finger. Bone finger. <laughs> I believe human that was one finger of them. Bone human industri- finger bone in industrial land. This is, scientific. There it is. There it is for fifteen dollars. <laughs> get yourself a fucking finger bone. Yeah. Or get a whole finger for eighty nine. Eighty nine dollars. You can buy a full. Whoa. Yeah, and these have reviews. Eight reviews. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they're for medical people. Like, if you look at it, they're people in like the scientific medical industry that are for different people. or like uh, uh, yes. teaching yeah. and definitely right. not serial killers. Yeah. Great finger bone, lighter, lighter than, than I, I thought. thought. <laughs> A bit eroded around the knuckle, but nice. <laughs> nice. Arrived well packed in bubble wrap <laughs> oh, and labeled. The, oh my god, this is my favorite. Got this for my husband, and he loved it. Nice and white, no yellowing. Yikes! Uh, uh, there's, your... there's one in there. Perfect for my needs. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Good price. Well, clean. Not who not yellowed from age. It's a human freaking bone, and I own it. That's awesome. Really, the only thing I could ask of the seller is a profile of the person it was from, <laughs> and then a fucking emoji. Yeah. Hell yeah. Makes an amazing birthday gift, especially what? if you want to leave the recipient questioning their own mortality. Yeah, that guy's got a sense of humor. I'm going to order awesome. some of these and have the host That's... sign them, Whoa! and we'll raffle them off or something. But guess what I found? Guess this, what I found out? This was ugly. You can get the Heaven's Gate VHS, like the ones that were passed around, for oh. $4 off of the website. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
We need to do a review of that. Mm. That'll be a good talking at the movies. Somebody (laughs) told me that fun fact yesterday, and I was just kind of like, excuse me, what? And they they can only give it to you for $4, and then they ask you to mail it back. They can't legally tell you to send it back, but they ask you if you'd be kind enough to mail it back or pass it around to your friends. Oh, I'll do Uh, that. It's... I'm gonna make copies. That's like the that's like the ring video, but you're not. You just become bummed, bummed out. Yeah, yeah. you just, just real sad. A lot of and then you cut your gens yeah. off and put on a pair of Nikes. Wait for the comet to come get you. Yeah. Oh, good times. Cut so off, cut off those gens. So back to the back to the topic at hand. I guess human bones. bones. Yeah, human human, bones human finger bones on Amazon and earthworm jerky. That was a fun tangent. If you think I'm cutting that out, Hold not on one goddamn. We, Second of it is leaving. Earthworm leaving. jerky? Yeah, it was the other thing I had to research for work. Oh, come on. Okay. okay. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I really keep expecting you to say earthworm gym. But you're not, gonna save, sad you're not, you're not going to save the bone conversation for actual bone con? For bone con? No, that's, that's the irony. <laughs> the actual bone con <laughs> is staying in. So what this reminds me of a whole lot is, uh, and I think Danger knows a lot about this, is the internet situation in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Which is ideal. It is fucking ideal. They have, I think, the fastest internet in the nation. In the nation, yeah. By by how did Chattanooga accomplish this? Because they have okay, so they have a really, really strong local social ethics sort of bent. Like if you're in Chattanooga, and then you're like part of a community, and like people, you know, they care about each other. We want to fight, and like crazy. uh, because yeah, Whoa, wild. Pe- people yeah. people show up to city council meetings. It's a, it's absurd, and you know they they got hit by the recession, same as the rest of us, and they're trying to wonder like, all right, well, what can we do that's going to change the landscape of the city? And they said, all right, well, you know, uh, unemployment is really high. Let's do something better than anyone else in the country can do, and that's and that's uh, starting our own municipally run internet service. It just goes through like your water and power. They just set up their own thing from scratch. I can't remember like how they defended it in that state because in California, there's a special thing in our state constitution that says you can't do anything telecoms. You, Randall Maynard, cannot launch your own telecommunications. Oh, we'll see about that. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see you do it. Yeah, um, I dare you to launch your own telecommunications. Yeah, it says that in the California constitution. Yeah, I say how'd they know I was? Except gonna... it says bra at the how end. <laughs> I but, dare you to launch your own communication, bro. Yeah, but like you can't, you can't have that sort of utility setup because it says you have to first offer it to a private interest, and the only way that you can get around something like that in the state of California is to offer something of significantly different cost or quality. And where we live, our internet is run by like the one of the two places, and they were going through the same thing there, and they just managed to fight it at uh, whatever state level. They set up their own network from scratch. With the latest technology, because they're like, well, we don't want to worry about these th- this shit that's basically already outdated. Yeah. Set it from scratch, and their system, it's called the Gig. Uh, gigabyte, it's the like gig, literally yeah. like GB speeds. Like he's talking about earlier about, uh, I had to talk about eight megabyte download speeds. Yeah. This is a gigabyte download yeah. speed. And because of that, they cut their unemployment in half. Nice. And their internet got so strong that like, you know, just people flooding in from all over the country it's the new like it's the the uh it's the the tech hub of this of the american south now but they got so good at what they did that they tried to say okay let's spread it to other neighboring cities in tennessee and 
the state said, and each of these individuals said, basically said, no, you can't do that. But what you can do is give money to Verizon so that they can maybe upgrade their stuff. And that's what Oh, happened. yeah, cool. Donate to, donate to your local Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that makes a good segue into to two things, which is, one, that we really need to have better internet in this country. Yeah. When you compare us to other countries, like South Korea has, I think, they have some of the fastest internet in the world. But Lithuania, I believe, has the fastest. The article I wrote, I should just confirm who it is that has the fastest. I don't cause... want to get dunked on for my lack of geography knowledge, but it, how big is Lithuania? But how many see, people are we But see, that's, that's the point. That's, people are like, oh yeah, but Lithuania is so small and the United States is so big. That's why you let each area build well, their yeah, own. Because you, 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 you're talking city by city here, right? Right. Like, right. And it can be administered through just yeah. your local utility. And yeah. yeah, it's Lithuania that has the fastest internet in the world, followed by Croatia, Estonia, Estonia, Ireland, Ireland. Romania, <laughs> the UK, and oh we're God. way we are getting slammed way, way, way behind. We're like a quarter slower. Where's Canada? Okay, Can- see, right I went to Canada close. and was still like amazed by theirs. Yeah, that's how bad we are. If yeah. everywhere else is better, because when I was in Canada, uh, specifically Vancouver, the first thing I noticed was that there was just Wi-Fi everywhere that you could just have, like from the city that you could just connect right. to. And it was amazing because then I would use it to connect to my phone and pay for parking that you do through your phone as well. And it rolls over to the next place that you park. So you're not spending time and money uh, on it. The amount of shit where they like managed to streamline the Internet in a way that was really like public and pleasant for the people that live there and tourism had me floored. And it's just one above us on this list. Right. That's insane. It's uh-huh. nuts. And that and, and see, that's the. That argument where people are like, oh, but Lithuania is so small, they don't have to serve that many people. That's why you let each area do it. When you think Mm -hmm. about the European Union, like that's just a bunch of small states or member states. We call them countries because they're countries. But But the European Union and the United States are kind of the same concept. But the problem is here when it comes to Internet, we have Verizon, we have Sprint, we have T-Mobile, whatever the fuck else. And we expect them to adequately serve the entire nation instead of letting these individual areas build their own, which when Chattanooga did it, the fucking major internet carriers put a lot of money into making sure they couldn't expand. And it seems like that whole argument is nullified by the fact that you're saying services can't properly provide for an entire country and then we only have four services provided right, for right. the United States and by, this, and by they that have, same token they have to be stationed in certain places but not necessarily in the most convenient places not in rural areas whatever right. it's all optional it doesn't it doesn't matter there's no obligation for these towns or these communities to have working internet that would, would afford them different jobs different opportunities and stuff right it's fucked up it is up. fucked up. And well, we're talking about like the death of coal and what are we going to do about coal? All these places that have no other nat- natural resources. You don't necessarily need natural resources in order to to launch like biztube.hell yeah or whatever. Biztube.hell yeah. Biztube.hell yeah. I'm taking yeah. that domain name. That's, that's hell be, yeah. That's going to be the name of our telecommunications, <laughs> uh, our rogue Not in the state of California, buddy. No, Not unless we offer something of different cost or quality. I, that's why I said rogue telecommunications Ooh. company. <laughs> Thank you, Howard Dean. Well, it's like they, wherever, they talk about wherever you are in heaven. 
you talk about like rural areas. My, my, I mean, I got a band, you guys, and we're super cool. Oh, and we God. went on tour yeah, one time. We went on tour. It was so much fun, just going on tour, playing in all these crazy places. And uh, we did a um, we did a show in the middle of Wyoming, and this school had like so much money left over, and they're trying to keep people in Wyoming. So they're like, if you go to school here, we'll not only give you a free ride, but we'll give you and we'll give you a MacBook. You Holy know? shit. That radio station that we played for was th- was nicer than any radio station I've ever been in California. There are places that, with a small population, you know, maybe with a larger uh, geographic area, but with a small population, like, it can still work. Administering that to your people can still work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the that, that that's what's weird about it is if people get more involved in their local government, you can see that these things are manageable. Like you can talk to city planners, you can talk to uh, oh, city planning. I mean, that's what I just got accepted to UCLA and UCI to do is, is uh, urban really? planning for being a city shit. planner. I got yeah. some ideas for you. Yeah, First let's talk. All, I need a custom project. Communications. Yeah. Network. Rogue com- telecoms. Rogue. Rogue telecoms. Which means, uh, which means you can turn a blind eye when that comes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Call um, that Miranda lie. Yeah. Actually, you're too handsome. I got to keep my good I was going to say, how Miranda are you going to look at this? Yeah, I know. It's a, real, it's a real um, problem. Uh, He's handsome, you guys. Let's uh, um, pause. Uh, I feel like this is building a to a point, and it's so <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> nah, the point is that we are going to... Uh, we're going to have... The hardest part <laughs> about doing this podcast. <laughs> yes. Is our wait for is. Randall to get to the point. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, not just Randall? Danger is the, the crab in the pot I pulling like him Randall. back down. Randall's Every time, fun. Randall almost hits the punchline. Charming. Line. And Danger's like, you're so beautiful, he though. He is. We're, in this week, we're just, in crab buckets. We're just, <laughs> the problem is we're just going to... We're, we're just... The, the sexual tension of this room is so high. We're about to go at each other. That so I can't what, 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 what was the point? About. What was your point? <laughs> so I'm curious anyway, too now. So no, I'm saying like if you understand how like your city government works, then you can have an influence on this, and you can also see that these things are manageable. They're also like we can problem solve. The people keep going in reverse when it comes to this stuff, and this opinion might not go over well or be very. You know, mm. liked okay. by people who are listening, but mm. I don't every time we talk about advancement, uh, it's attacked with the idea of going backwards. Like, well, what a, it's like as if we have to challenge the future future of technology with the past, where it's like, well, what about our how how come we're not still like what about hunting and gathering? What about coal? What about gasoline? What about all these? These these sacred things that we have that we've always done, yeah. and blah, blah blah. And it's like, why are we protecting those? Like those are we're, not, yeah, we're, those we're are right. not making necessary. a conscious decision to prop up Verizon and to continue giving life to Verizon. We're making conscious decisions to prop up uh, Blue Shield. Yeah, you know these are these are things that don't need to exist anymore because they're certainly not doing us any good. And right. one of the big arguments against. We're going to get to what the the updated version of nationalized internet is in a second. But that original version that the Trump administration pushed, which was, we're just going to build a 5G internet system and give it to people. One of the concerns was, oh, well, that uh, that feels like a monopoly where we're putting it all in the hands of one person. And it's like right now it's in the hands of four companies and it's about to be yeah. Oh, super. Does that feel that much better? Because is it AT and T and Sprint that are merging? I think. I think? So. 
and T-Mobile t- and Sprint. It's definitely Sprint is Sprint is and bought. someone, and so that'll take us down to three. So that doesn't feel that much better than no. a monopoly anyway. Like, we don't want we don't want nationalized internet. We want three companies running all of our internet. Right, and who can continue denying proper service under the guise of like well healthy competition? Yeah, you know where else are you going to go? And so that brings us to the the new plan, which. The problem with this one also is the main people pushing it are some very super gross, unsavory figures to the left, like Carl Rove, gross, Peter Thiel, gross, and that's about all I need to say. Like those two, yeah, Rove and Thiel. But the new, I thought maybe we'd a little sound there. She's not paying attention. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no. First of all, I am paying attention. I'm doing it when it's merited. Both. That, was a ding, that was a ding shot. So this new plan <laughs> that they're pushing, it's different. It's not a, it's not a government takeover mm-hmm. of the internet. The way it works right now, the FCC basically sells internet bandwidth to Verizon and AT&T, the major carriers. And then you have to go to those major carriers to get access to that. Because it's like a spectrum, and they license a particular part of each spectrum that right. that folks that uh, each company can use. And if one of those major carriers doesn't feel like building infrastructure in your rural area, they might say, uh, "Yeah, we'll build it, but it's going to be way more expensive than it would would be if you just move somewhere real." Yeah. And what this new plan would do is it would kind of s- make that process available to everyone. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to build your own rural internet service, you could go directly to the government and through a third party, which is where Carl Rove and Peter Thiel come in, there would be a third party that would administrate it, but you would just go to them and say, hey, I need internet in my fucking redneck community. Can we buy the infrastructure and ship in the, the spectrum from you and right. put it up? And they and would that, say, yes, the, you can. The interesting thing about this, too, is the, the potential uh, – of work that it brings back into the U.S. because a lot of stuff that's being outsourced could be brought back, and and, and you, you would have to, of course, enforce this as some kind of like you know uh, alternative to super cheap labor that we're using now. But if you wanted to actually give people jobs, like because everyone's full of shit and they're like, we're going to give people jobs back because they're going to work in a coal mine, and it's right. like, right. why don't you give them jobs back because they can work from home? Using a good internet structure, and they could maybe have a job doing customer service or something else yeah. that's helpful. I don't know, but that actually works. Like, that's not having the internet everywhere is not a bad thing, and it does bring potential for work to more areas. Uh, Without other resources. And not exactly. even just work, being able to access some of the government aid that people desperately need to access, whether it be unemployment insurance or being able to get your snap card. Right. Even if it's not just for a work case, there's a lot of people that can't work, but they also don't have the time to go to a library or sit in an office all day to be able to reach their benefits. Right. Oh, that's true. The free resources that are provided by the city, which are like uh, you can go to several in, in L.A. There's a bunch. But you can uh, you can get uh, library books, uh, audio books, movies, stuff like that, all on the internet. And if you don't have the bandwidth to stream it or to download it, or you know it takes forever, right. then you're again cutting off resources to people. The li- the library 
as we know it is no longer you know the, like it's not g- going and checking out books it's not I mean, like you can't actually do that. there's library. more of that than there's ever actually, before actually. I was people say, are that's using actually libraries not lot. correct uh, the libraries are actually being visited more than they have been like in history well now. because uh, people are looking at porn at their which books, uh, is also true also true yeah. so, but one of the main things that I wanted to bring up was anytime we talk about uh, creating some kind of this thing for all, the first thing we always want to do to justify it, and it's not, it, it, it's just an auto reflex, is this is going to help people work. This is going to help people work. This is going to make us more productive. This is going to help people work. And that's the easiest way to justify it because we always want to make that our main focus. But it, the, the big thing is, other than just like free resources, why the fuck not? Not right. like, we shouldn't have to validate everything by we're going to be more productive and contribute back because I feel like then we're going back to we value people by how much they contribute to the workforce. Yeah. And in this case, there's That's a lot how of I value people. So I'm but sorry. there's like in this case, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that whether it's single moms who don't have access to free resources, whether it's kids that uh, could use this when it comes to just being able to do their homework or fuck it. Even if it's some dude with his pud in his hand jacking into porn, I don't give a shit. He's it, not out murdering people. He's not out murdering people in my case everyone's level of need in this case is the same because why the fuck not is it not a resource yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah it's it's yeah it's a it's a resource across the board the I nessa Gritton, the job, city council yeah, there you go. <laughs> 20 to, to 20 20 yeah, is go. the next number just don't watch what? any of the videos i've done on the internet and i can maybe <laughs> yeah. still run for political office uh, you i'm hoping to, you can do that before you, me you might need to change your name um i for sure will have to may I suggest danger uh i mean Hell yeah, I, I could just change it back to my maiden name and then nobody can find out any of the uh, awful Which things I've done. Which is also oh, yeah. danger. I mean, close. Um, but Dog yeah, that's, I, that's a good point. But the, I think the reason, <laughs> one of the reasons people keep going back to, to work and one of the reason I brought it up is because that's always used as an excuse why we shouldn't do it. I mean, sorry, it's always used as an excuse of work being uh, important to middle America is huge. Like it's just always used uh, at an, as in every political platform. You know, for from presidents to uh, kings to jobs. overlords right, to man. whatever. Uh, but you know, it's it's always about bringing jobs back to the places that used to have jobs that are right. now obsolete. But that's the thing that you don't have to have that. You can update those places, not, and you're not going to go into like the crazy space age where people don't know how to use stuff, and it's going to alienate everyone. It's like you can you can get this going. You can you yeah. can you can advance this and have everything like all the hippie stuff that Vanessa was talking about, and the real important stuff that I'm talking about that adults <laughs> need. No, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I know there's other stuff that well, the- she's she's right about. Vanessa's right, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but my point is that all of that makes all of that makes a stronger argument for for national internet. Yeah, and I think jobs are important in this discussion. In that the fact that Trump isn't pushing the employment benefits of faster internet is a sign that he doesn't actually want to nationalize the internet because that's Trump is a jobs president. Mm-hmm. And this is an endeavor that would bring jobs to rural areas at the expense of 
corporations companies which is what he values and that's what that's what he's yeah if that, you're waiting for trump to value rural jobs over corporate profits fucking right. keep waiting and he can keep taking pictures with shovels and all kinds right. of fucking shit but like he, he would be doing that yeah. with this issue if he really yeah. wanted to nationalize the internet which is why and this is an idea that's also in an opinion piece on the New York Times by Kevin Werbach, who used to work in the Obama administration, his argument is that progressives should take up this this issue and kind of paint it as, yeah, Trump pushed it, but he doesn't really want it, but we need it, and maybe we'll be the ones to bring it to you. And also, we won't involve Karl Rove and Peter Thiel. We'll give it to yeah. a less politically connected company to run. I'm so confused how it's a partisan issue at mm-hmm. all, though, because it crosses like it crosses over. There's like a job is a job. Like there's not it's well, not. It's like you know don't what? fuck horses. It's the most unanimous uh, yeah. idea. Yes. Yeah. Don't was, fuck never, a horse. A, don't let a don't let a horse fuck you. Yeah. Unanimous is everyone can agree. What? We all need free internet. Everyone. Don't have sex Dan- with a horse. Dangerous, Don't have sex with a horse. questioning sex with a horse. I'm questioning the ubiquity of people just knowing automatically these things you're talking about. Well, I mean, one there. guy didn't know and it didn't end well for him, but the rest yeah. of us know. Well, yeah. that was Mr. Hand's fault. Yeah. Because Mr. Hands fucked up and let the horse cock go. And that's when Struts <laughs> ruptured that guy's colon. The horse's name was Struts. <laughs> <laughs> and your who name is, would be Struts is, if you were a horse that fucked who's humans. Mr. Hand? What? <laughs> Mr. Hands was the guy who held they the horse called cock. called him Mr. Hands? That kept, what else are you going to call him? Mr. Horse Dick? No, yeah. that's the horse. The <laughs> horse the, is Mr. Horse Cock. Yeah, Mr. Hands the... holds the horse cock to keep it from going too far inside you, thus rupturing your internal organs. Wait, oh, so this was, like, this was this. during... It's a documentary about it. Oh. on Guess good. what it's called? Horse. Oh. Of course. <laughs> of course. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What was that other guy? And no got... one can fuck a horse, of course, unless that horse. What was that, that other guy horse. that got murder fucked by a horse? Murder fucked the horse. No, that was uh, a horse. make that the title of this Actually, episode. Actually, that was a whole horse of a different color. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Hell yeah. So. so Trump. Yes. So Trump. Uh, Has Trump fucked a horse? Yes. Is there a video? It's out there. Yeah. Find it. But <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I, I the the problem we asked about why is this even a partisan issue? It's not a partisan issue. The problem is all the bipartisanship is in opposition to it. Yeah. There are bipartisan bills that have already been floated since this idea started or this idea was introduced. There are already bipartisan bills that want to basically block any government intervention in building Internet access. Because that's why you vote for people, so that they can defend corporate interests. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want something to call your local representatives about. Yeah, looking at you, Nevada. Maybe, uh, is it Nevada where this is coming out? Yeah, Nevada, and then, uh, uh, what's his dick, the serial killer? Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the serial Fucking killer. murderer. See, He's not all Trump new... proposals are bad. Yeah. He's got that new murder beard, which really, really makes it. It looks like he's trying to hide something. Like he's like, oh, yeah, I am they're gonna they're gonna match me up dreams. with the zodiac photos. Yeah, the I've, last of a chin. That's that's what it's. I've hiding. still never been happier than when he beat Jimmy Kimmel one on one in basketball, though. Oh, I didn't. Uh... Ted Cruz. He sure did. Okay. Because how the which, fuck does Ted Cruz beat anyone at basketball? Or because you're sport? Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. And you're like, it's Ted Cruz. I'll beat him. No, you won't. I was on the Man Show. So what? 
you're not a Republican. You don't take sports seriously. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I take sports seriously, but I'm not a Republican. Whatever. We need faster internet. Right. It seems Adam to be like a kind of thing. Admitted to being a Republican, but whatever. Nah. That's not. That's not important. We're not judging here. Let me just say, as a progressive, I don't give a shit who gets the credit for getting a national internet if it's going to be just do the cheaper thing. and better. Do the thing. We can still be perfectly cognizant that Trump is a Nazi. Basically, yeah. he's a horrible person. He's going to go to hell. We all know it. We're all waiting for it. Uh, but if he gets faster internet, okay, broken broken clock twice a day. Don't give a shit. All right, we can move on to the next horrible thing that he's yeah. going to do and try to protect this country yeah. from all the other damage he's done and well, will do. It's like all, it's like every president's going to be a goddamn sociopath. Can we please just push some shit through or we can have have some benefits to something, to this disaster? It's, it's, it's the whole presidency is a clusterfuck. National Internet, can we have that be the silver lining yeah. of this whole thing or whatever? I, I don't, God. Right. George it, W. Bush gave me $260 after 9-11 because go, go tour America. Go go see the country. Do, do all that all that bullshit. Go fly, fly our magnificent airlines. And I got a television. Cool. Thanks. You're a war criminal there, yeah. W. But uh, thanks for the 260 bucks. Yeah. And the 9 yeah. 11 issue of Spider Man. Um, yeah. You know, things. Yeah. We get. Yeah. You know, yeah, guys. Bad things happen. Yeah. More of an ex machina. Good yeah. things come Fan from myself. it. Just saying. Ex machina. Yeah. Directly referencing. Because it's, it's got the government shit in it. It's got the government shit yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah. We had, last we time that, I was here, we need, need more of that. Hey, let's that. get the comments. We need more of that white collar superhero <laughs> action. You know, it's a big world out there. Big world. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. They don't. They don't. They really don't. They fucking don't. But I want you also to know that's not true. It is, though. Because we call this segment Your Voice Matters. It doesn't. Where we read your stupid fucking comments. So fucking stupid. From the last episode and respond to them personally. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. Fade it out. Brett. Thank you, Brett, Rest off camera. Peace, Brett. So much. Brett, Brett died. Yeah. Brett's still dead. So, what? Do you have irritable bowel syndrome? <laughs> Why do you keep leaving? We've yeah. been recording Danger, for 51 minutes. Danger's left twice so far, and I'm going to out him about that. Uh, Jesus Christ. All right. So, let's read some comments. These are on Patreon. If you want to leave us comments on this episode on Patreon, we'll read them there. Also, I don't know, SoundCloud maybe, if you're not a subscriber? Yeah, there haven't been a lot of SoundCloud, uh, there hasn't been a lot of SoundCloud engagement, and I think that's... Well, we we used to exclusively host on SoundCloud and only post episodes there, now it's all scattered, but uh, we'll read your fucking SoundCloud comments too. But uh, Billy Whitehouse from Patreon says, you guys joke, but Steve Bannon and Steven Nushin have both produced horror movies. I forgot about that. That's true. Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon also has some psychotic movie that he wants to make, like a script that's floating around that is apparently just just like his Battlefield Earth or something that I, that I wish I could read. That doesn't surprise me, but that's in reference to last week's episode about Gremlins 2, where we mentioned it being Steve, a, a Steve Bannon film. An allegory for illegal immigration, which it, it is. Listen to the episode. Read yeah. my column. Uh, it's pretty fucking interesting and uh yeah we brought up i don't know i think it was francesca fiorentini shout out to her she's great check out the bituation room 
I think she brought up the idea of Steve Bannon producing a horror movie. Oh, yeah. And I completely forgot. He fucks with TV and movie productions. Yeah. Wasn't he in... Doesn't he still make money from Seinfeld? What? I think so. Because he's connected to that. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I Jer- the didn't know Seinfeld's this. character in that show is based on Steve Bannon. Right. The original title was Bannon, and they changed it to Yeah, Banfeld. Are you just lying to me? <laughs> Partly, but he uh, was, I believe, also, involved in while we While we have... While we're talking about horror, I have to uh, acknowledge something. Um, uh, uh, an old friend, Carl uh, uh, Beekler, uh, who directed Troll and a bunch of other awesome horror movies, recently passed away. Um, I, I he used to be a frequent customer at this place that I worked, and he was just the coolest guy in the world, and is uh, super nice and. Uh, I, I wanted to shout out that uh, because wanted to give a little shout out because uh, R.I.P. Carl, you were an awesome, awesome dude. Thanks, Carl. Shout out, Carl. Carl. <laughs> okay. He deserved that riff. That was. All right, cut it. When you're acknowledging someone passing, it's. Uh, <laughs> I was. Gonna... <laughs> That's Adam's version of pouring one out. Yeah. Letting it play with dead air. Right? Do moment, that for of si- me. moment of silence. Do that except, for me. Except for the throbbing, pulsating heavy metal music in the background. Yeah, like I said, throbbing, pulsating. throbbing, pulsating. Pulsate, like I'm holding a throbbing, <laughs> pulsating baby in my hand. Yep. <laughs> uh, why, yeah, Larry. Why is the baby throbbing? <laughs> I, don't, and, I don't know. And pulsating. It's in pain. Like, yeah. You just freak danger out. Yeah, he has a kid for God's sake. I have a baby, and he has a, he also has a creepy baby in the corner. That's yeah, that's not it. looking at any of us, and is therefore not causing a problem. Any, so yeah, Steve any, Bannon made money off Seinfeld. Gross. Now. That is a real thing that happened. Yeah, not happy about that, but linking back to the previous idea, I'm glad that Seinfeld still exists. If Carl Rove wants to get it, wants to get us all 5G nationalized, I don't like Carl Rove. He's a monster. But what does whatever. he have to do with Seinfeld? I'm just equating very, very good thing, bad person. Very, very good thing, oh, bad yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, you go. So you're saying Seinfeld was terrible, but the show was great. Love. What about Kramer, though? Because he was also kind of- More of an Elaine and George fan. No, I meant in real life. He, he, was, I, I, he I, was also the bad thing that happened on that. And you know that I- <sighs> Yeah, gross. Go, no, go I, on. No, no, no. This is great. This is fine. Yeah, what's Seinfeld? I've never heard of it. So. George, Elaine, Kramer? Beaker says, <laughs> towards the end of the episode, Andy just says, when I did competitive erotic fan fiction, like that is just a thing that I should know about. I'm going to need you a lot should. more details uh, about that. It's a show. Yeah, we got that comment a lot. It's just a, it's a show and podcast that yeah. you can just fucking Google and you'll find countless, countless episodes hey! of it. What? I just get excited when people say countless. Sorry. Why? Oh. Huh? I have a band called Countless Danger. Countless Danger. <laughs> <Yeah>. com. <laughs> Just a hundred dangers. Yep. Actually, Danger. that's pretty countable. Countable yeah. dangers. Yeah. Uh, Kira Lesby also said, "My fourteen-year-old self really wishes that competitive erotic fan fiction was a real competition. It is. It is. It was. Just well. not when you were fourteen. Although I don't know how long Brian Cook has been doing that. Does he still do it? I don't know. I, I haven't seen it in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Maroa Lowry. Did I pronounce that right? Probably M A R O A H. It's like Mariah with an O. What if Mar-o-a. it's just Mariah? She might have misspelled Mariah. It could be Mariah. Parents Mariah. do misspell kids' names is it, sometimes. Is it Mario? 
Mario. It's me, Maroa. <laughs> I knew a girl once who posted on Twitter, uh, I get so angry when people spell my son's name wrong. It's Victor with a K. It's like you spelled your son's name wrong. Well, yeah, you, That's why yeah, people are fucking it, it up. You're, you're in the wrong here. Yeah. Not us. That's a terrible battle to take up, too. It's like, just, just deal with it, man. Yeah. So, Maroa, I'm sorry if your real name's Mariah. Uh, it was so nice of Kurt to drop in and say goodbye at the very end. Very cool. Thank you. I'm Kurt Cobain. How you been? Uh, I've been better. Yeah? <laughs> Stop it, Courtney. Courtney, no! Okay. That has been <laughs> the assassination of Kurt Cobain by the coward Courtney Love. Thank you very much. That's got to be coming at some point. It wouldn't be. That would be a fun audio play. Uh, to do on the network. I'm uh, writing an audio play uh, that I want to do as a six-part podcast series. I just also saying like Ryan Murphy doing exactly that. That's actually the name of my show. Britney Spears presentation. Uh, oh, is it? The character assassination of Britney Spears by the Coward Media. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> I'm doing it on that show we're on together, Danger. I look forward to, to seeing slash hearing it. Yay. And uh, last comment, Mike Stanton says, fucking classic. Yeah. That's a good, that, goddamn right. You want your comment, comment on every, read on this podcast? Say fucking classic. Also, shout what? out to Mike Stanton for sending me a uh, video game emulator that has thousands of games. Some kind of supercomputer thing. Now I play video games again, yeah. but just ones from when I was a kid. Those are, by and large, very good. Sure. Uh, Did you just burn your own games? <laughs> You're like, whatever. And childhood. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So I also... <laughs> <laughs> that is our episode... What do we have to plug? This is the point where I read the names of all of our subscribers at the $25 level because it – should I try and do it live this time? Yes. I normally uh, – I, I pretend I'm doing it I live. Really? And then I just drop I it in. should record this But I also separately. need – I want to be involved. Because it seems – is this going to let me just log into Patreon? All right, is the so question. the thing is, we're ah! oh, man, we got to do this There's thing right. where they store So the front, thing that we're doing front. is we're trying to read these as fast as possible, right? Is that what you want to do? Because I'd like to try that. Oh, okay. Oh, good. It let me in. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> have to do the stoplight one. It let me in. Hey, look at that. Look at that handsome face. It's danger. First thing popped up. Only oh, Patreon baby. I subscribe to, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, on Pops. All right. We're going to read these names. These are the people subscribed. Okay. At the 25. And how do you want to read them? What do you mean? Like, do you want to read it? Like, is there a... This is my first time doing this with you. It's my first time. Number one. Here we go. Rebecca Stewart. Yeah. Ryan Borey. Yeah. Edward Espinoza. Yeah. Chaz Chitwood. Yeah. Mike Ski. Yeah. Wait, I got this one. Oh, no. Stole it. Homerostasis. Grey Wolf. The Ghost of Dave Thomas. Yeah. Charlie Hume. Yeah. Nolan McClain. Yeah. Fucking Shelly? Yeah. Are you kidding me? DJ, DJ West. West. Yeah. Katie, Katie Rimmer. Rimmer. Yeah. 80s R&B sensation Reby. <laughs> With musical guest Kelly Stanaway. Kelly Stanaway. <laughs> Teresa H. That stands for hell yeah. James Hill. Carson Tuttle. Edward Chvatal. Chvatal. <laughs> Danny Dub. That's AJ short for Lindbergh. W. Saves me time when I talk. AJ Lindbergh. AJ Lindbergh. Jennifer Fendelander and Levi Johnson. Uh, Back to what we were talking about. So, what? uh, Sorry, are we still doing the Patreon thing? Yes. Okay. We're doing well. No, we're we're done reading the names. That was such a long list of names. Okay. Now we're done. We're back. What's everyone have to plug? Hi. uh, Things to plug. This. uh, When's this out? 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, cool. Uh, this Thursday, the April the twenty sixth at the Passover show at Skip. Cha- Sorry, this Thursday group shower uh, at the clubhouse. April twenty sixth, the Passover show at the Skip Town Playhouse. April twenty seventh, Midnight Macabre at the Lyric Hyperion. And April 28th at the Pack Theater are all places you can check out my sketch team, Night Church, in addition to our shit online, which is under Hail Night Church. And also for my stand-up, check out my website, VanessaGritton.com. And uh, if you have DirecTV, you're going to see me a lot more soon. I can't tell you why, but that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> that was comprehensive. Yeah. Randall, what do you got? Huh? Uh, well, first of all, speaking of Patreon, I, w- I got two people I want to shout out to uh, because I threw up this very haphazard Patreon and uh, two really, really nice listeners uh, actually subscribed to me, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, first is uh, Christopher Grimsley, who is uh, who subscribed, and also our old friend Mike Talley, who has who has come up many times. I don't know if anyone here has met him personally, uh, but Mike Talley is awesome. He's always been very supportive. Uh, he buys a lot of my uh, custom artwork and stuff like that, and he is he became a subscriber, and he's the best. Thank you, Mike. Uh, so I'm on Patreon and, uh, I am trying to get as much money as I can for a new short film coming out and eventually I'll be kickstarting a feature. So get ready for that because I'm going to use Adam's podcast a lot to force people to to pay for it. Uh, and I'm also on, uh, Twitter dot, uh, um, there's a, the Twitter.com slash Randall Maynard. There you go. That's the one. Danger, no one's listening, but what do you want to plug? <laughs> hey, thanks for, for teeing that for me. I am absolutely listening. If you're listening... No, I'm I don't mean that... in the room. I mean everyone has turned right. the podcast I'm on. just saying, I'm going to say this directly to Vanessa Gritton, is uh, we got a Patreon. Yep. We have a Patreon. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you're a subscriber to Unpops, and it's great. You're doing great work. Countless Thousands has a Patreon. We're doing a punk rock musical. It's very exciting. I uh, just got a bunch of new software to, to make it not so obvious oh, yeah. that, I'm, that I'm doing uh, a little bit of tuning in my voice in, in some songs. We, uh, what we, happened there? Don't talk about software. What's going on? You just said rock. You're like, we're doing a rock, rock opera. Punk rock, rock musical goodness, election, rock, musical. colon. Oh, my God. And nobody cares about the software Post-apocalyptic Patreon.com slash countless thousands. Please and thank you. I, we're, we're, I, I, I don't know if I can officially announce can this Can we end yet. this podcast? We might have just hit our stretch goal, thanks to the subscribership <laughs> yes. of, Say goodbye, uh, of Unpops. Countless thousands. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Support us. Support <laughs> everyone doing everything. Ooh. <laughs> goodbye, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a blood object to